Hello, everybody. Joe Malone here coming to you live on this Friday on the 13th of January on Dallas Trading Floor. Hope everyone has had a good week today. Week. The market uh, seems to be kind of going up again. I think it's I don't I don't think the the rally is going to be long lasted, but uh, it's definitely out there. So, uh, you know, I mean, I think that, uh, you know, we may be looking at some a little bit of a chance to make a little bit of money on the upside. Um, I am both long and short right now. So um, we'll get into those, uh, uh, those slides here in just a second. Um, hope everyone is doing well. Um, won't be broadcasting on the Martin Luther King's holiday. So uh, won't be, won't be, uh, won't be on, uh, on Monday. We'll be on uh, Tuesday through Friday, hopefully next week. So, Everybody that is looking uh, at the time, you know, just look out for us at that time. Um, interesting thing, I want to kind of bring this up for everyone. Goldman Sachs, uh, it looks like it's kind of it, it's a, it's an interesting situation. They had they had started a consumer lending operation, and it just hasn't worked out. I mean, you know, it's just it looks bad for them uh, all the way around, and uh, basically. Uh, just kind of so you can see this, uh, Goldman Sachs, uh, you know, they basically said, you know, that uh, they had lost uh, slightly more than $3 billion on this since 2020. I, I do think that the uh, banks are weak right now, and we have to be super careful with the banks. But uh, so, you know, I want to kind of put that out there to everyone. Um, you know, so the question is, you know, are we potentially in a situation where some of the banks are going to be weak, some of the big money center banks? And I do think that is the case. Um, uh, and, you know, Goldman Sachs is, is putting this out there. But if Goldman Sachs is weak, <laughs> you can be assured that Bank of America is weak. So uh, that's something that you really ought to be kind of concerned with. So um, uh, here's the thing about that. You want to be careful about buying bank stocks right now. I do think that they're going to be sort of in – uh, sort of a problem here. Well, one of uh, subscribers on the uh, on on our service, uh, our Discord service, sent us this thing in. It's called the Wall Street Cheat Sheet. <laughs> I think it's great, by the way, and uh, yeah, it's not scientific or anything like that, but kind of interesting. The question is, what part of the cycle are we in? Well. You know, up until, you know, up until the beginning of last year, we were definitely in the euphoria stage. I mean, nothing could lose. You just put a little bit of money on the roulette table and it paid off just about every time. Well, it pulled back from last year. And I think that, you know, we got into the kind of complacency situation. People didn't change their their charts all that much, you know, their, their, their stocks all that much. And then we kind of started to go down and then, you know, towards the end of the year, kind of got anxious. I mean, it, it kind of got anxious. I do think we're in a little bit of a bounce, a, 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 a bounce up here, kind of in the denial stage. Um, I still think we have a ways to go down. And I do think that we may, and, you know, and this is why I'm showing this about, um, about Goldman Sachs. I think, you know, we could, this could trigger a panic stage. Now, I hope that doesn't happen. I don't like to see panic selling like anyone. I just like to see a nice upward motion in the stock market. But I don't think that that is indeed kind of where we are right now. I think I think at least in the cycle, we're sort of in that denial stage where you know I, I don't think I lost so much on your my account and 
you know, everything is kind of, you know, just moving along here. I'll just stick in it. It'll come back. Please don't do that. Please, if you're down more than 6% on any of your, I mean, more than 7% on any of your stocks, you know, really consider selling. And the reason why, of course, very simple. Um, you know, if you sell, you can, you, you, you know, if it's down more than 7%, do consider selling because I do think it makes a big deal, a big, a big difference. Uh, you know, just, I really do. So um, if you're down more than 7% in this kind of market, consider selling, holding, and then waiting for an upward trend. All right. I want to show you the chart for Goldman here, just so that you can see kind of what I'm talking about. Um, you know, right now, uh, you know, we're kind of, if you look at it, it's sort of got it coming up. So you think, wow, that, that, that's looking good. It was up today, uh, up about uh, 0.92%. But I really think that, that, you know, this is false. Uh, this is kind of, I mean, I, I definitely think that, you know, it may be running into some trouble. Uh, as you can see, it's off a little bit after hours. That's not unusual. Uh, but I think that, you know, um, you know, be a little bit careful here. If you do decide to buy something like Goldman, consider putting in that stop loss immediately. Uh, but uh, I definitely think it's, I definitely think the banks are sort of showing signs of weakness. Uh, and, you know, we may be entering a situation here very quickly where, you know, where it is uh, definitely an issue. Let's take a look at the uh, three major indexes um, today. They're pretty simple. Uh, the Spider, which the S&P 500, which is represented by the ETF called the Spider, SPY is the symbol. It was up today, about 0.4%. So it's looking good. We've got some good. This is a very broad-based index, and it does look like it is recovering somewhat. It looks like it's broken the downward trend. This is why I believe, at least for the time being, we're in this upward trend. Um, you know, we're, we're definitely in an upward trend in the market, but I think it's a bear market rally and not. Now, here's the thing. Bear market rallies can be very, very good opportunities to make profits because typically bear market rallies have the highest amount of increase uh, of any of the upward trends. I mean, uh, so that's part of the reason why I'm going long in some stocks. And we'll, I'll talk about that in just a second. On the NASDAQ, though, even though we're up, the overall trend is down. As you can see, it came up to the 50-day moving average, <coughs> and that is indeed showing some strength finally, but overall, the market is weak. This is one of the reasons why I decided to short Apple today. Why? Because Apple is a major component in uh, <coughs> in the, the NASDAQ, so my thinking is, at least for the NASDAQ stocks, uh, the big ones like Microsoft, Apple, uh, uh, Netflix, uh, and, uh, you know, and Amazon and Google as well, that is a downward trend. So <clears throat> that's one of the reasons why you think, you know, Jim, you're going to look at my stocks here in a second. You're like, why are you shorting Apple? Well, in an upward trend. Well, because I think that we could see that reverse lower. We'll see. Uh, I won't let it go too far, but I definitely think that we could see it moving lower. Um, on the other major index, um, uh, the, the Dow, that's the Dow Jones Industrial. Not, there's two Dows, by the way. There's the Dow Jones Industrial and there's Dow Jones Transports showing you the industrials. That one's headed up very solidly. So the old school big cap stocks 
stocks like Boeing, stocks like Caterpillar, they've been showing some remarkable strength as of late. So those are looking pretty darn good in terms of uh, in terms of where they're coming from. So those are looking those are looking pretty good as well. So really, it's the it's the Dow stocks and the S and P stocks. That's where you want to concentrate. That's where you can want to concentrate on the uh, on the stocks. All right, I have kind of a special thing for you today, and that is um, these. In the, I don't know if you can see this. There we go. Okay, these are screens that I did today of stocks that I do think may present an opportunity uh, to move higher. Now, I own one of these stocks. It's Celsius Beverage, and I'll show you that in just a second. But there's some of the other ones on here that I did own, Atlanta Semiconductor, LSCC, that I did own. And uh, I do have some several other ones. So I kind of wanted to put this out there. I'm going to probably be putting up this uh, this list on the uh, on the link probably after the show. Um, uh, currently, it's not up there. Uh, I want to show you the whole thing, uh, the the whole list that I'm that I'm looking at right now. But uh, until we do that, let's take a look at four of these stocks that uh, I think might um, be, uh, you know, might make some sense uh, for us to get into. And uh, I want to show you just the the charts on the charts on these. So. Without further ado, I'm going to go over here to the breakout list. This is kind of what I'm trying to do. I'm going to put this together, I think, hopefully on a more regular basis. But this is the stock breakout list. I do this for myself, but I think I'd like to share it with other people just because I think it's a good way to look at stocks. The first one uh, is Allegro Microsystems, ALGM. Uh, and then basically this one is very interesting stock. Uh, it's doing well. Now, you're saying, well, you know, that's a NASDAQ stock. You don't want to be doing that, Jim. Well, I do think that one of the things about Canslim trading, and I am a Canslim trader, is that we've got to look for the new in Canslim. We've got to look for, that's the, the in in Canslim. We've got to look for the new ideas. This is a relatively newer stock. Um, and it's, 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 it's price action is, is very, very good. Now it's a little bit extended right now. The, um, the 21 day line, it's, a, it's about right now, the price is about 20, about a little over 8% above that 21 day line. So with this one, I kind of want to wait for it to pull back. So here's what I would suggest. Uh, and I, and I'm probably going to do this myself. I haven't put the order in yet, but Allegro Microsystems, I'm looking to buy a half a position of this at about 31. Now currently it's 32.52. So hopefully there'll be a little bit of a pullback. It's gotten a little bit ahead of itself. Pull back to that 21 day line. That 31 is right at about 5% above that that green line. I think you can see it on there. And I've marked it on the chart. That's where I'm probably going to get into it at about 31. So that's one you might want to take a look at. I'm probably going to make a little video on these these four picks that I have for the week, uh, you know, and and we'll track the progress of them. But uh, that's going to be so. Watch out for that. Please subscribe, by the way, to the service. If, if you subscribe to um, the if you subscribe to the YouTube channel, that's YouTube.com/slash Dallas Trading Floor, you will get notified of these upcoming um, stock picks for the week. So. That's something you're going to do. Now, if you're on TikTok, 
Um, I'm going to try to put a link uh, on the bio. I haven't done it yet, so don't don't do anything yet. <laughs> haven't done it yet, but I'm going to try to put a link on the bio to that as well. Let's look at the second stock that I'm kind of looking at very hard. I haven't bought this one yet, but I'm looking at it as a potential acquisition, and that one is Perone Networks. Now, this is this is an odd stock. It's out of uh, this one is out of Israel, uh, and it's looking like it's. It's looking very, very strong. I want to show you the um, the checklist on it. We have a hundred percent checklist on this one. It's looking very, very strong from the screen. By the way, these are all from the screens, and we're coming right up. And I definitely think this could break out. Um, it's under accumulation. I don't know by who, but it is under accumulation, and so definitely want to uh, to 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 show you to show you the to show you this one. Now, if it moves above, I wouldn't buy this under $30 because I think that's a key major um, uh, resistance point is $30. So I would wait until this thing moves above $30. And as you can see, in the after hours, it's definitely moved above $30. So I think it's okay to buy this if it moves above $30, but not below that. It kind of sounds strange, but that's sort of what you got to do when a stock breaks out is you got to buy it as it's breaking out. But 100% checklist. P-E-R-I is the symbol on this one, and hopefully it will break out, and that will be, it won't be, it won't be on Monday, but maybe on Tuesday, so get ready for that uh, as well, but also you got to be a member of the Action Trailers. If you are, uh, if you, if you are just, uh, uh, if you're on uh, TikTok, just jump on over to the, um, to, to the um, link, and you'll be able to sign up for that, so. Uh, get that going as well. All right, let's look at one, two other ones. This is the this is also called. This is one I did own this week. Did night really nice trading on this. This is showing good strength. It's called Lattice Semiconductor. The symbol of this one S L S C C Lattice Semiconductor, and it's forming this very nice cup. It came all the way down, touched the fifty day line. It looks like it's going higher. So this one definitely is is good. Also, 100% checklist on this one. Wanted to show you. Um, I misspelled it there, but uh, after hours price of 72.80. If it moves above that, I think it's possibly a buy. So I wouldn't buy it below that. I know that sounds strange. I want to see it power above 72.80. So I would put a limit order in on this one. A limit order at 72.80. Symbol on this one LSCC. So definitely. One that you might want to take a look at you know, on that as well. All right, let's take a look at uh, the next one that we have. And this is the final one that I have. I'm going to try to put out a little video on this to kind of show you what's going on. This is Celsius, and I definitely have Celsius. Um, I, I definitely I own Celsius currently, and uh, it is moving very nicely, and uh, it's moving right above this reversal line. Um, so... You know, this one kind of is a little bit trying to get above that reversal line, but I definitely think, you know, it possibly is where you could add at about 110. So we will see. Uh, you know, it, it pulled back a little bit. We had it. We 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 had we had it on the list. Uh, you know, but hey, here it is. So let me show you my current holdings so that you can get a kind of an idea. Um, currently, I hold four stocks, just four. One is called. AEHR test systems that was up today very nicely. Uh, I did buy that and uh, we we're up. The volume is up on that one strongly. 
as well. I also own an interesting hospitality stock right now. It's called TH Target Hospitality. And that one was up uh, just about 33 cents. It's a relatively inexpensive stock at about 18. Uh, I bought it a little over 18. I bought it right about 1802. It's currently at 18. So, you know, it's not really not really here nor there. It's kind of just right at the butt. But I definitely think this one has a potential to move higher. Target Hospitality, the reason I like this one is because they're in the business of providing all of the management services and all the personnel to run hotels. So companies that own hotels, especially the limited service ones, they can contact Target Hospitality and they don't have to get staffed or anything like that. Target Hospitality just does it all. It's kind of a turnkey system, sort of like if you have rental homes, if, you, if you've ever done that. It's sort of like a management. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's kind of really a great idea. It's sort of like a property management company, but for limited services hotels. So kind of an interesting niche. I think it's a good niche. And Target Hospitality, TH is the symbol on that one. I did buy a full position in uh, ExxonMobil. Now, most people would say, well, why did you buy Exxon? Because the price of oil is going down. Well, the thing about ExxonMobil is it's not just the price of oil on Exxon. What it is, is it's a complete management system. It's got, you know, they've got the, uh, they, of course, they, they extract the oil, they own, uh, they do drilling and like that. But they also transport, refine, and retail uh, fuels. And I think that's going to continue to be a good business. I, you know, I don't see it like everyone is, you know, that, that everyone's going to go electric tomorrow. I think that, that that's going to be continue to be a great business. So I'm looking, and the reason I did this is coming right up to a buy point. I bought it right before the buy point, but I do think that long-term, this one's good. It has about a PE ratio of about 10, which is extremely low considering how high quality this, this stock is. So this is sort of my longer-term bet, ExxonMobil, right, at uh, and buying it today. The third one, of course, the fourth one, of course, is Celsius. We talked a little bit about this one. This was up today uh, in terms, it was up about 3.6% today. And it was up on price. I definitely, you know, this one is kind of, it seems like every market cycle has one of these beverage companies like Monster and stuff like that. This one seems to be the one for right now. Um, this is really a kind of a, not really a day trade, but this is going to be a short-term trade more than likely. This is very much of a fashion item. So I'm, I'm trading it basically on those, that kind of basis where I'm just looking at it, uh, you know, as something that, you know, may or may not, uh, long term is not going to be a great investment, but at least on short term, I think it may may be doing pretty good. Probably will, you know, this these are kind of the investments that get bought by Pepsi, and that that's the kind of that's the kind of thing. I have two shorts right now. I am short Lululemon. I have not done well on my shorts there. I shorted it at about three ten, and I'm having to think rethink my situation here. Uh, I did look to, sh I shorted it on a gap down situation. I may have got this one wrong. So don't follow me on this one, Lulu, because I think I may have gotten this one wrong. Now, I did short a position of Apple today. Why? Well, you think it's going up. Why would you short something that's going up? Because I think long term, Apple <coughs> is going to be much weaker over the next six months. Uh, Tim Cook, who's the CEO, is taking a 40% uh, uh, reduction in his salary. That just tells you something. Uh, you know, I'm not really, you know, I'm, I'm thinking that, you know, we could see a lot of funds get out of Apple in the near future. So, um, yeah, so, so that's kind of basically, that's, that's, that's kind of basically 
the long and the short of it. So, all right, it's kind of trying to make trying to make a joke there. All right, let's get to the questions. Thank you so very much for everybody waiting. I know it's Friday, so it's the kind of thing we like to see. All right, hey, what are your thoughts on XLE? Now, the XLE is the um, the the spider the uh, exchange traded fund for the um, energy sector. There's there's 11 of these spiders that each cover a separate area of the market. And this one uh, is, you know, it is um, covers energy. So let's bring up the chart here just real quick. For the XLE, I'm just doing it right now. There we go. Okay. So this is the this is the um, this is the chart for the XLE here. Just wanted to to get it up there. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to reduce that so we can get a better look for people looking watching on TikTok here, so we can see this chart. There we go. All right. So here we go with the XLE. We definitely came down and we tested. We didn't quite go all the way down to the. Um, we, we didn't go all the way down to the 200-day moving average. We definitely got some support, low point 82.65 on this one. Currently, we're, we're, we were up today, but we're up today, and this is key on weaker volume, okay? So I do think that we do have kind of a weak rally here in, uh, in, in the energy stocks. Now, here's the thing about... Uh, the energy stocks. The XLE is made up primarily of only two stocks, and that is Chevron CVX and ExxonMobil XOM. So one of the reasons is I do I do like the XLE going forward a little bit. That's part of the reason I bought Exxon, but I decided not to buy the entire um, index. And the reason I didn't is because I do think that it's more of a stock picker's market right now. We have to be a little bit more discerning, and many of the drillers are experiencing difficulty. So, um, you know, we just can't really um, look at it like that. I mean, we so so that's the reason why I went for the you know the the nine hundred pound uh, gorilla, which is uh, Exxon Mobil. That's why I bought that one long. So I think it is looking pretty good in terms of you know longer and midterm on the earnings for 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 um, for the larger oil companies. I know that I know that goes against a lot of grain, but you know, oil and gas and uh, you know fuel for your car, that's one of the things that people just aren't they, they don't have a choice. They're gonna yes, they're gonna drive less. Yes, they're gonna they're gonna try to do more, but at the end of the day, you got it, you know, you're heating oil and your car and your diesel and the diesel to to, to move things around. Well, that all that all kind of comes back to the companies like Exxon, and and so that's one of the reasons why I don't think it's going out of business anytime soon. And um, you know, it's you know it it it's unfortunate because um, uh, you know I think that these are a little bit sometimes a little bit overplayed, but I do uh, I do like the XLE personally. 
with the size of Exxon, I'd probably go with Exxon. Why? Because it's right at a buy point. And that's the reason why I went with it. So uh, I definitely think the XLE is good. Uh, and that's a great way to play it. Uh, but what I'm doing, what I'm doing here is I'm looking for something that is not just, um, you know, not just the, the, the entire sector, because I think they're clear leaders, but I want to get, try to get the best performing out of the sector. So that's why instead of going with the XLE today, I went with, uh, with, uh, with Exxon itself. So thank you for that. That's a great question. And I, I really appreciate it. All right. Let's take a look um, on TikTok. Uh, there was a great question from TikTok on Goldman and the earnings on Goldman. So let's, let me just jump over here to Goldman and see if we can analyze that. The symbol, of course, is GS. And, of course, it's one of the largest investment banks in the world. Now, what I'm going to do here is, um, you know, is, is show you the this is the difference between technical analysis and fundamental analysis what i'm going to do here is a little bit of fundamental analysis uh fun, fundamental analysis on this stock let's see if i can jump on oh, did i get no the wrong one okay so there we go here's goldman sachs let me get my ugly mug out of here uh so that we can so that we can see it without with, without any so there we go, Dan. Sorry, I, I had to I had to remove uh, some of the the windows there. I'm getting a little bit better at this. Thank God. I mean, it's it's about time that I that I do get better, do get better at this. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to shift on over to the charts here, and hopefully you'll be able to see this on TikTok. I'm trying to just show you the fundamental analysis part of this. Now, here's the thing about Goldman Sachs. You would think, wow, Goldman Sachs. You know, they're, they've got it dialed in. They're, they're everywhere, blah, blah, blah. Well, that hasn't been the case. Look at this. Look at the trend in Goldman Sachs. Their sales have been down. Can you believe that? Look at that. They're, they're downward trend. All right. The, the next quarter, downward trend. Now, their sales were up this quarter, but the last sales report is showing earnings per share down. So they have one, two, three, four quarters of downward trend in their earnings. Not a good look. I think they may be in trouble. Uh, actually, that was the that was the headline today in the in the in the Wall Street Journal. They're going to be laying off people, believe it or not. So here we go. Even though they have this PE ratio of 10, which is very, very low, like Exxon, and they've got this awesome cash flow, the problem is I think there's trouble lurking. I think there's trouble lurking here. So let's compare, and, and this is, if you, if you want to be investing in the bank stocks, I don't think you do right now, because I'm going to compare Goldman Sachs, and, and what I'm doing here is, is I'm comparing essentially the sectors here, and I'll, do, I'll, I'll put this up in just a second. This is the chart of Goldman Sachs here, and then I'm going to put in, also, I'm going to put in Exxon, and I'm going to show you the difference between both of these these charts and why I don't think that you I don't I think you want to stay out of the financial sector at least for right now. So let me go ahead and show you this ch comparison chart that I think that you'll be very interested in. At least I was when I when I when I, when I saw it. So let's I'm going to go ahead and show you 
Goldman Sachs versus ExxonMobil. All right. So you would think ExxonMobil would be, you know, the end all, the, the, the end all be all in terms of, you know, Goldman Sachs in terms of the banks would be one of the best ones. And you'd be right. But look at this performance over the last year. If you started last year and you put a dollar into Goldman stock and you put a dollar into Exxon stock, well, you'd be about even on the Goldman stock. You'd be down a little bit, maybe two dollars, uh, maybe maybe two cents. But if you put money in the Exxon Mobil stock, you would have been up a lot. I wish I had done this because, boy, I tell you, if I if I had a crystal ball, I would have done this because Exxon stock is up eighty cents this over the last year. So. Even at that, it's looking very, very good in terms of the oil sector versus the financial sector. So let me go over here and show you just the last three months. Because really, as, as um, John Maynard Keynes once famously said, I know this is getting a little in the weeds here, in the long term, we're all dead. So we want to find something that's moving the best. So you can see this is just over... Well, it didn't, it just over the last three months here, you know, we've had, we've had much better, much better um, results with Exxon. Let me just sort of, there we go. Oh, no, that's wrong. <laughs> I'm still getting used to the new year. So let's do that. Nine, one, 2022. There we go. All right. So this is showing it correctly. Even, even starting just three months ago, you can see, even just starting three months ago, you can see that Exxon has well outperformed Goldman Sachs. Now, they are, over the last three months, they're both up, uh, but Exxon is, is trending better. So I definitely think not only is there trouble with Goldman, uh, and they are losing money, they just haven't realized it yet. Um, and realize meaning in that in the accounting sense. But I think that there's trouble brewing. That's why I want to go to Exxon. The interesting thing about Exxon and many of the oil companies, as well as the insurance companies, is these are companies that really don't need outside financing all that much. Because everything, when, when, when uh, Exxon sells product, oil on the world market, it's paid for in dollars. So very interesting situation when it comes to that. So uh, kind of wanted to to uh, bring all that up. All right, let's take a negative question from TikTok. All right. Hey, thank you, man. Thank you for that, um, Mr. Diggett. Let's look at PLL. <laughs> Kimchi Slice. I like that. I like that. Kimchi Slice from TikTok. Let's look at PLL and take a look there. All right, PLL. Piedmont Lithium. Okay, this is a lithium play. And, of course, as we all know, uh, the constraint, really, for the EV revolution is the, is the minerals. You know, so the, 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 constraint is, the constraint is the minerals. But, you know, here's the thing. I don't believe, I wish I was more, I don't know, I guess I, 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 guess I, I wish I was more, uh, I, I definitely think EVs are, you know, the coming thing. But I also think it's going to be a big surprise. A lot of people are going to realize, unfortunately, with EVs that certain things won't work as well. So I don't think the gasoline engines 
are dead by any any stretch of the by any stretch of the imagination. I definitely think that you know we're going to have gasoline and diesel engines for a while. Why? Because of the reliability thing. You know, electric trucks sound great, but you know, um, there's a lot of places that don't have charging stations, and when it gets cold, electric vehicles don't work as well. So I'm a little bit a little bit dubious on the lithium miners. I definitely think it's it's a good area, but I think it's an area. It's a very trendy kind of thing to be in. I, th I like the gold miners actually better than the lithium miners. But here's the thing. Here's what here's where we have. It's up today. This is a. Uh, uh, this is this is a um, uh, company that is is going for lithium. I I just I don't like the speculation. I think this is too speculative. Now I do know that lithium is going to be a major thing, but I think the better look on this, the better the safer way to play this lithium play is to go to some of the big miners um, that actually already have mining operations out there, and uh, that would be like. Um, FCX or some of the other ones. This is Freeport MacMoran, which has mining operations all over the place. I like the chart on this one a whole lot better. And this is a whole lot better company uh, than, than Piedmont Lithium. Nothing against Piedmont Lithium, but, you know, if you want a miner, see, the, here's the thing about mining. When you're mining for, you know, when you're mining, you, you can get lots of different minerals. It's not just lithium, not just copper, not just gold. So the, the, the diversified binding companies, I like to, to limit my risk, and I like the diversified binding companies. One of the companies that I really like right now, at least in terms of the mining sector, is FCX. Uh, let's kind of look at some of the attributes that FCX has. I just uh, want to bring this to your attention so that you'll know. Um, on the checklist, it has a 60, 67, not the greatest. I'd rather see a higher number than that, but it's pretty good. Uh, where they're off, of course, is, um, you know, their, their earnings and their sales. Their sales have been a little bit down, but I think that that is not necessarily a problem. One of the things I really like about Freeport McMoran is the technical action. It's basically cup with handle. Uh, base formation, we're 8% above it. So we are a little extended, but I like this action on this stock. I really do, because uh, this means that it's going higher. And even though, so we have a little bit of room to go. So I like the technical action on this miner, Freeport background. Now, would I buy it at this level? Well, probably not. I want to wait until I'm within 5% typically of the the 21 day line and we're not we're up 10 percent up over that so if this pulls back i'm probably looking at this one in terms of being in there for uh, for a mining company so instead of pll consider fcx just consider it because i think it's a stronger candidate than free than than i think it's just a stronger candidate out there and um, it's probably a little bit a little bit a little bit easier to deal with all right, let's take a question from YouTube. Thank you so much. Thoughts on MU? Is there a reversal trend? Now, MU, as you well know, is Micron technology, and they're one of the leaders in, in all kinds of memory um, semiconductors. So this is, a, this is a key company 
in the space. The problem with Micron is <laughs> it has been, you know, we have been in this downward trend. Um, oops. We've been in this downward trend. So even though I like the semiconductor a lot, unfortunately, I probably would not be a buyer of Micron. And here's why. Let me just show you this chart. At least I wouldn't buy it long. So let's see if we can let's see if we can put this line in here. Why am I drawing this line? This is the reversal line. Okay. So currently, uh, you know, currently we're in a downward trend on Micron. As you can see, it's come. The question is, has it reversed higher? And that's a very good question to ask. Well, it's come up to the reversal line. You see, it's come up to the reversal line, but I still think it's a little bit below that. Here's what, here's the kind of caution flags that I have. It's only got a 23 relative strength. I wish it were better than that, but it just is a great company, but I just don't think this is a great place to buy it. Even though it's within 5% of the 21-day the line, the checklist is only a 44%. So I don't think this one is the is 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 the way to go. Now, I do think you need exposure to the semiconductor area. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to show you what I would do with uh, with my within the semiconductor uh, sector. And what I'm doing is I'm putting the, this is the um, what I'm doing is I'm comparing uh, lattice semiconductor LSCC with Micron. Now they're not really the same in terms of you know. Micron is in memory, and um, you know, my, my, Micron is definitely in memory, and Lattice is in what they call programmable. Sorry about this, programmable logic. And I think programmable logic is really, I think, I think the demand for this is just off the off the chain because what this allows you to do is it allows you to to um, create a chip that's general purpose. And then, um, and and then and and, and then programming field program it uh, to their specifications. I think this is really powerful uh, technology, and I think it's starting to really catch on in terms of uh, you know in, in in terms in terms of where we're going. So programmable logic, I really like that. Uh, LSCC is big into that. So taking a look at the last. You know, basically the last um, 90 days with Micron and LSCC. Micron not doing that well, uh, but LSCC doing very well. Basically, if you bought, even though we've been at least in, in the beginning, we're sort of in the beginning of an upward trend in the micro in computer and the, excuse me, in the semiconductor area. I, I was buying AS um, AEHR, which is a which is a it's a tools company. Um, I do believe very strongly that it's going to be limited to certain companies, mainly smaller companies. And one of the ones, uh, Micron is just not performing all that well. It, there, there's a lot of issues in terms of where they are in their cycle, the semiconductor cycle, whereas LSCC, that seems to be working very, very well. So if you're looking at Micron, I would consider possibly um, – you know, possibly looking at LSCC. The question is, is Micron going to be reversing its trend and going down? You know, I don't know, but I think that there's other better places to be in the market. And uh, 
Uh, it definitely is sort of, it's come, come up and touched that, that reversal line, but and I want to make sure that I'm showing this correctly. We just, because <laughs> this, is, this is always the, there we go. So let's go over here to, I'm going to show you that, the, the full chart again for Micron. And I want to kind of analyze that just real quickly. Um, for that one, basically, uh, you know, it definitely has come up to the, um, it, it's come up to the reversal line. And it looks like it is going lower. So it is going to go lower, but it's and it's still in a downward trend. But I think that you're better off going long on something like LSCC. Just my two cents there. So thank you for that question. Great question, by the way. Um, thoughts on, oh, we did MU. We did that one. And, okay, XOP uh, versus, this is from Charles. Love your questions, Charles, always. XOP versus the XLE. Now, um, let's take a look at these. These are both uh, sector ETFs, and this is a great way to go if you know if if you're looking for a leader, you can't find it, and you want to be in the you want to be in the uh, you know you 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 want to be in the um, uh, you know the, you want to be in the right sector, but you don't want to be um, uh, you don't you don't necessarily know where the leader is. That's when the sectors these sector spiders can be very, very good. So let's do the comparison real quick on the sector spiders, the XOP versus the XLE. So this is uh, um, XLE. So so really what this is, is these are kind of two different ways. Oops, let's put that in there, XLE. It's kind of two different ways of slicing the petroleum sector. One of them, of course, is with the select spider, and then the other one is with the oil and gas only, the explorers. So, because oil and gas is bigger than just, uh, than, I mean, um, oil and gas is more comprehensive. So, if we just go with the, let's let's go over here to the, the comparison. Yeah, there we go. So, there we go. It's looking good. Finally, my computer's working. It's so nice. The uh, XLE has been outperforming the XOP, and why would that be? <laughs> well, the reason I think, and this is one of the reasons why I did buy a position in ExxonMobil. Why? Because it's not the drilling that's making the headway right now. It's the refining and retailing that's 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 doing a little bit better. That's why the XLE, even even though the the XOP, even though it is doing well and it's in an upward trend. It's still underperforming the XLE, at least over the last year. Let's look at the last three months, because that's really the tell. Uh, you know, you could, you could talk all about last year, but, you know, it's like everything else. I mean, you know, in the long run, we're all dead. So we have to be, you know, we, we have to go with the shorter term, I think, to really make it look right. So let's look at the, just the short term, and, and that, that is... There we go. So this is the this is the XLE versus the XOP within the last, you know, really since October. So we're here we're here in January. This is really the last three months, ninety days, and as you can see, they kind of started to diverge here on in October, and that makes sense. That that absolutely makes sense. Um, whereas the XLE, uh, it, it was out is outperforming the XOP. The XOP is just the drillers. 
and then and the just the explorers, uh, and then the XLE is the whole sector. So, my take on this one, I think you got to go with the uh, the XLE on that. All right, thanks. Okay, let's thank you very much. Um, oh, hey, SPC, SP, what do you think about that? Well, I did make some money on space a few years ago. Well, not a few years ago. Yeah, a little bit over that. Uh, Virgin Atlantic, but I, for, but I just, I think it's kind of a meme stock, to be honest with you. The real leader, of course, is SpaceX, because they've got all the government contracts. That's the key. Um, and I've, I probably, for some reason, it's showing blue. I think I have, I, I did this for one time. Yes, there is some action on it, but let's, let's kind of take a look at it. Uh, and all right. So here we go with, with um, <laughs> space. I think this is, Oh, I think the stock is in its final frontier. I don't think it's doing well, uh, as you can see. I mean, 16 relative strength. It's below the 200-day line. It's below all the major indexes. Let's take a look on the technicals. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I misspoke. I guess when it, you know when a stock gets really cheap, a lot of these technicals don't play. You really have to be above $10 for that to work. But, you know, yes, it's trending up a little bit, but... You know, I just, I can't get, I can't get too excited on it. I just, I think that it's dead money, especially in this market. Now, if we were in a hot market where the NASDAQ stocks were in the meme stocks were going up like two years ago, I'd say, man, this is, this is jumping it. But right now with this, you know, we are, yes, we are in a little bit of a mark. We've been a little bit of an upward trend, but you know, I, I don't think uh, overall, I think that the market is in a downward trend. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch this one right now i just think it's not time you know everything goes through seasons you know it's just it's just one of the it's just one of those things so everything goes through seasons and you know, taking a look at the kind of, kind of from start to finish it's just it's looking ugly i mean it's just looking ugly so i would not i would not probably be uh i would i would probably not be a buyer of um of space sorry <laughs> i just wouldn't it's time has come and it's time has passed all right, let's see. I've made 40%. Oh, wow. Absolutely, you should sell. You, you should absolutely sell. If you've made 40% on options in space, I think you should definitely sell. Okay, that's, that's a different case. That's, you know, that's uh, definitely sell. Definitely sell. Because, you know, it could go higher. But then again, you know, I would sell. I would definitely sell. I th I, I think that's that, that's interesting, but I would sell that definitely. All right, probably last question here. Thank you so much for watching. Um, BLGC, and this is from Noah. BLGC. Got to jump on over to the right area. Yeah, I got to jump to the right chart. BLGC. I got this. I got the symbol wrong. Um, oh, BIGC. Excuse me. Um, I got it wrong there. BIGC. I don't know this. As you can tell, I don't know this. Um, I don't know this. Uh, um, the symbol off hand. 
Got it. Yeah. Bio. Interesting. Bi big commerce. Okay. Big commerce. I've heard of big commerce. This is down in Austin. Again, just really out of favor in this part of the market. I mean, this one, this one trades. I think you really have to look at this relative to some of the bigger, you know, companies like, um, um, you know, like Salesforce, stuff like that. It's kind of in the same area, computer software enterprise, um, just not looking very good uh, in this one. Kind of, I guess it's sort of like a um, kind of a, kind of an Ollie, kind of a software portion of Alibaba for the U.S. I don't know, but let's, let's compare it. I, I wouldn't buy this one. Uh, let's just, let's just kind of look at it in terms of its peers and uh, this is, I'm going to look at this relative to, um, to uh, Salesforce, which is in the same area. And this is, this is underperforming Salesforce. So I probably would not be interested in this one just because of that. Uh, that's a, that's a pretty big uh, issue for me. Uh, the fact that this one is underperforming Salesforce. So let's look at it. There we go. All right. So uh let's see go over this one yeah okay so what i'm going to do here again is i'm going to look at it you know i basically don't like to look at a whole year i think that's just too long i like to look at basically the last six months or so about less less three months or so that's really my sweet spot when it comes to this now big commerce just just not just taking a dive i mean look at that in november it just it just goes south um, CRM, which is Salesforce, is not that strong a stock either, and it's not doing well either. It's it 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 kind of held even over the last three months. Uh, uh, CRM, but big commerce, not so much. It's down thirty percent. I would I would just I would just say no <laughs> on that one. Thanks for watching me on uh, Facebook. I'm getting some more people on Facebook. Please like the show. I so appreciate it when you do. Uh, obviously thank you very, very much for watching. Please tell your friends if they want to get some stuff. And also, um, it's great if you, uh, if you want to get some, you know, some more content, I'm going to be putting out both free and paid content, obviously, uh, cause I need to, you know, I need to pay the bills too. um, go to www Dallas trading floor, sign up and, uh, it's free. Uh, so, you know, and you can, and you can, you can get off the list anytime you want. So if you're not, that is as interested as you will be. But one thing I will please do this and I would help. It helps me very, very much. Just please hit that like button. I, I, you know, that, that gets us out. The algorithms seem to really like the like button. So hit that like button and, um, you know, and do, if you're, if you're interested in more of this kind of content, just go to floor, and uh, we have some free and paid content there. So um, I'm going to be trying to do more about uh, entry points and stocks that are coming up uh, in the future. Still have to do a little bit more on that. But thanks again for, for taking a look at the show. So appreciate it. Of course, please tell your friends. And uh, we will be back not on Monday, on Tuesday, uh, uh, because of the, the holiday. But, uh, but till then, everybody, uh, happy trading.